0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of Bringing Baggage. I'm Jazz, and thank you for listening. Um, today I'm going to be talking about reasons. I always say everything happens for a reason, but waiting for that reason to show up is the shittiest time ever. And I made a TikTok about it like a month or two ago, and a lot of people were like, same, same, going through the same thing right now, and I wish I had tips for it, etc. So... I was like, okay, perfect. Now I have a topic to talk about on here. So let's get into it. First of all, we're going to have a shameless plug because your girl is trying to be in her bag. Um, Fab Fit Fun. I just got their spring box. I absolutely love it. There's these super cool, like aloe infused socks in them. And my feet are crusty because it's winter. Like it's actually disgusting. Like despite me getting a pedicure literally every other week, they're they're gross um so love those has a bunch of stuff in it like they're like i think it's like 200 bucks worth of stuff but you should definitely get it um and you can use my code just jazzy for money off okay now that that's out of the way um like i said i'm in my bag so like i said everything happens for a reason but waiting for that reason to show up sucks um and like That's like in so many ways, shapes and forms and in so many scenarios. Like for me, like my most recent example, I guess, um, I lost my job. Like I got laid off when COVID first happened, like last, literally last April. It's been almost a year now since I lost my job. It's actually crazy, but that job was literally my identity. Like I, I literally was never going to leave that job. I was so happy there. I loved my coworkers. I genuinely liked what I did which i feel like is so rare like most people i know like their job is they just don't like it but i loved my job and it was so fulfilling for me so i was like genuinely heartbroken when i lost my job like i literally wanted to kill myself i'm not even joking like i was so depressed like i laugh about it now because like it's funny like why aren't you laughing um my trauma jokes. Anyways, I was literally distraught. Like I thought the world was over. And like, also I was like living alone. I was like locked up by myself, quarantined by myself, like so, so, so depressed. And like, there was just like no hope in the world. So that's my most recent experience of everything happens for a reason. But that time period waiting for like the reason to show up was so shitty. I was like, I have no idea like what what I want to do, where I want to go. Like, I had been at my job for two years. Like, I got laid off on my two-year anniversary. Like, how shitty is that? But that was what happened. Um, And so I kept trying to tell myself, like, everything happens for a reason. Because I do always tell myself that. And I genuinely do believe it. But it's very, very hard to, like, get yourself through the period of waiting for that reason to show up and keep telling yourself. Like, staying positive through it. Which, like, I'm not recommending staying positive through the entire thing. Because I think it's very important to, like, deal with, like, your emotions and, like, acknowledge them. And I think when you try to, like, ignore them and just push them down, it just makes it worse for you in the long run. But I think you need to put a time period on, like, how long you can be sad about something. Like, let yourself sulk for X amount of time. And then after that, like, you just got to move on. Because it's just so unhealthy to, like, do it long term. But I think it's good to give yourself a time frame. So I gave myself, like, a month to get over this. And I think every single situation has a different time limit or a time frame that you should be giving yourself to like move on from something, but choose what works for you. Um, I chose like 30 days. So I was depressed for, I mean, I was depressed after that, but like I was like taking steps to improve myself after that time period. Um, I immediately like jumped into like starting to find jobs And that was, like, really helpful for me because, like, I felt hopeful when I was putting all that stuff out. But also, it kind of backfired at the same time because, like, literally everyone was laid off at that time. So, like, I was getting rejected from, like, every job because literally everyone was applying to every single job that was out there. But that's actually how I got on TikTok was because I lost my job and, like, I had nothing to do um, because I was quarantined alone. And I was, like, before I didn't want to make – Before, I didn't want to make videos at all because I was just, like, um, nervous about putting them out there because of, like, work. And, like, I cared so much about what everyone thought. And then once I had no job, like, I – like I said, that was my world. So, anyways, I got into TikTok. And what originally started me making videos was when I was so depressed – this is the biggest red flag ever – is I started rewatching Glee. Like, if that wasn't a red flag, like, I don't know what is. But I started doing that. And I hadn't watched Glee since I was in high school. Like, it was on TV, and I watched it weekly when I was in high school. So I hadn't watched it in forever. And, like, obviously, I'm I'm 24 now, and I was, like, 16, 17, when I was watching Glee. So I was just shocked. Like, I forgot how bad that show was. I mean, like, the show is so good. I actually genuinely like it so much. But, like, bad is, like... Making fun of minorities, like there's, there's just so, there's so much wrong with that show. Like trigger warning on Mr. Shoe, like it's literally so bad. But like they were like taking risks. Like it's such a good show. Like I'm the biggest Gleek. Like I'm the biggest fan of Glee. But that's not what this episode is about. Anyways, I started making videos and posting about that, and like got like a little bit of following from that. And then I just started like making more and more videos, and I just became so comfy on that app. And like to this day, I am so comfy. Like, I think I get more and more comfortable on there every single day. Like, I will tell anyone on TikTok anything, which is what I love about it. Like, other social medias, and like, I don't want to put anything out there. Like, people just care too much. But like, TikTok is such a safe space. Like, I'll tell you guys anything. So, thank you for giving me that platform. Moving on. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Depressed was watching Glee, but like I look back now and like I was living in Arizona at the time when I lost my job and like I got to have time off and I had not taken time off at all in the past like couple of years. Cause I just like liked my job so much. And I thought that was like normal to be doing that. And I had like no work-life balance. And then once I had like th- literally three months off, I was like, Oh my gosh, like there's so many other things that are like important, like taking care of me, which I don't think I was doing. So it ended up being a blessing that I lost my job because, like I said, like if they didn't lay me off, I probably never would have left because like, I just liked the company so much. And I'm not even discrediting the fact that I would probably go back someday. I still love that company, and I love my coworkers. But the blessing that came out of that was I got... To be on TikTok and I have a platform on that, and I make money off of that. And because of TikTok, I got a podcast, and like all these, and like, and I'm making money off of Instagram ads now. Like, all these different things wouldn't have happened had I not lost my job. So, like, that's a positive reason for that. Also, I got to move to Denver because I got a new job here, which I actually quit a couple of weeks ago because I again had no work life balance, but I started doing a new job this week. Like, all these things would not have happened had I not lost my job. So, like, it was terrible. And it was, like, the worst moment. And in that moment, I was so, so upset. And that moment lasted a minute. It literally lasted a month. And, like, honestly, I'm still bitter that I got laid off. But, like, there's all these amazing things that happen from it. And now it's very easy. Like, when something happens to me, I wouldn't say very easy, but it's much easier. Like, when something does happen to me, and I'm like, why did this happen? I can just remind myself of this situation and how much good came from it. Um, and like that helps me get through the period of waiting for the reason for a new situation of like why it happened to show up. So those are my tips, I guess. I think it's really important to be, be patient. Like patience is key. Like if you can just know that the reason is coming and keep reminding yourself, like as corny as it is, I'm a very corny person. Like I've gotten so corny over the past year. But it's because like things that people have made corny, I hate that they've made them corny because they're not because like they work like positive affirmations Like people made that seem so weird and so corny, but like it makes a difference. Like when you're telling yourself something every single day, like you're going to start to believe it. So get over thinking it's corny and just do it because at the end of the day, I'd rather be corny and be happier than care about being corny and be sad (laughs) not to say that i'm not sad sad. like i'm still a sad girl but like i have much i have a lot more better days now do you hear that shit my dog is literally like of all the toys that you could have chose to be around right now like that's what you choose well he just dropped it so hopefully he stops with that i'm honestly probably just gonna leave that burp in there because like i'm authentic (laughs) um so i guess my tips are this um think of a time when you were so upset about something like it was literally the end of the world and how now you look back and you're like (laughs) like what the fuck like why was i so upset about that and like all these good things happened because that didn't happen and like, find one situation throughout your life that that's happened. And whenever you get into a situation where you're waiting for the reason and you're literally distraught, like, just think of that time and know that the same, the same conclusion is going to happen. It's just going to take time and you just have to be patient. I don't know why I said patient like that. You have to be patient. I need to work on my annunciation. Um. I think it's also like really important to like have empathy for yourself and like be kind to yourself in those frames. Like don't be so hard on yourself and like don't beat yourself up for being upset or sad. I think it's so, so important to like acknowledge your feelings. I hate when someone's like, oh, well it could be worse. And like, I used to be like that. Like that used to be like my number one go-to. I'm like, oh, well like it's not that bad. It could be worse or at least this isn't happening or whatever it is and i was in therapy one day and she was telling me like how like that is so toxic and like i should not be doing that to myself like i need to acknowledge whatever's happening and like sit in the hurt and like let myself be okay with it and like a, like i don't even know like have empathy for myself which is very hard to do um especially when like i don't know my personality i'm very independent and like hate feeling sorry for myself I guess but that's not what it is it just need to like rework and reframe like how you go about things and like just be nicer to yourself which is like really hard to do but the more you do it the more you break the habit of being an asshole to yourself and like rewire yourself to be kinder automatically um yeah I don't know if that makes sense I hope it does um, but yeah, just keep reminding yourself of that situation and like where it started and where it ended up. I like to think of like situations where when you're talking to somebody or you're dating somebody and like you stop talking to them and it's like the end of the world, and, like you're so upset. But then like a year later, you're like, "What the fuck? Like, why did I give a shit? Like, that's literally disgusting." Um, like think of that. Same- it's the same concept with like anything. So if you can find a situation that is like that and remind yourself of that situation, whenever you start getting mad about another, I think it's easier to get over it. But like I said about like being corny and like, oh my gosh, Frank, like I said about being corny and like affirmations, like I be doing affirmations daily and it's so uncomfortable at first, like the first month I literally wanted to shoot myself. Like I hated it. Like it was terrible. But, like, now, I'm, like, I am that bitch. And, like, people are, like, oh, it's just so much easier to stop caring about what people think when you like yourself. And you're not going to get to liking yourself until you believe that you like yourself. And the easiest way to do that, in my opinion, is affirmations. Like, I literally made a list of all the things I hate about myself. And then I found an affirmation to say to, like, not hate that thing about myself. And it's, like, not an overnight thing, obviously, but, like, doing that has made a huge difference. And within that, like, I've got confidence just, like, in everyday life, but that also, like, translates into, like, how I do my work and how I value my friendships and how I value myself and, like, what I'm willing to put up with in all these different ways, shapes, and forms. So that's my recommendation. Um, Also, like finding opportunities to distract yourself. Um distracting isn't the best coping mechanism for everyone obviously, but like that's what works for me. So like I'll deal with it like immediately and then I will distract myself after I've done that. Um and there's plenty of ways to do that. Like surrounding yourself with like positive people. And I don't mean positive people. I mean people that bring positive like mm, People that bring value to your life, not positiveness. I hate a positive patty. I really do. It's just not for me. It's not my vibe. But someone who can bring value to my life, like, makes me feel fulfilled. Um. Also, I feel like it's people, including myself, like, you always remember the past is better than it was. Like, you tell yourself a story to make the past seem better. So, I think it's really important to, like, constantly reflect. Like, I... And this goes back to, like, being corny. People made journaling corny, I feel like. Like, you see people on TikTok who are, like, making videos of, like, their, like, day and journals and all this stuff. And it's, like, how do you do all of this by 7 a.m.? Like, I don't understand. But I'm a nighttime journaler. Everybody's different. But journaling has been so helpful. Like, my literally, my New Year's resolution was to start journaling more. Like, And by more, I mean, like, I was, like, I'm going to consistently do it every single day. And I did it. I was so, so good about it for literally like a month. And after the first month, I missed like one day. And I swear, if you miss one day of something, when you're creating a habit, you end up missing like the next month. And that's exactly what happened to me. And then I was like, then it's like so hard to get back into it, which like is literally the entire point. But eventually, and by eventually, I mean like a week ago, Mm, I'm not, I just lied. I don't even know why that just came out of my mouth. No, like three days ago, I started journaling again consistently. And it's just like making it a priority. And it's so, so important because I was looking at my first month of this year, like my reflections and stuff, like reading through my journal. And things were so good or like there were days that were so bad. But like I had way more good days than bad. And like I would like look back on January and be like, oh, I was so like – I was so unhappy, but in reality, like I really only had like five bad days in January, which is like really good for me. And if I wouldn't have that like tangible notebook where I could read that, I would not be realizing that. So I think it's important to journal and reflect because you can like accurately, you can accurately remember things and like have proof of like either how good or how bad things were, or the, Oh my God, Frank just jumped up on me. Um, you can have a clear, detailed, whatever you want to call it. He's yes. literally sniffing my microphone, bro. You gotta not do this. Okay, just lay down, I guess. Not in the cords, please. Not in my notebook. Oh my goodness, it's so har- it's so hard being a mother and having children. Anyways, um, but journaling—it's so helpful. But like not just journaling, but journaling and reflecting, like on my journal. And there's um a girl I met on TikTok. Um, her name is Alexis Barber. Um, follow her. Shout out to her. But I actually went on her podcast, Too Smart for This. The episode isn't posted yet. But we are literally the same person, except she's way more organized than me. Like I aspire to be as organized as she is, and she has these templates. And I was looking at them today, and. There's like one part of it's about creating habits, and if there's like thirty dots or however many days there are in the month, you can like fill in the dot if you were doing the habit that day so I actually um am getting her templates because that's what I'm missing I feel like in my journals is like recognizing and rewarding myself also like it's it really just goes back to like what you learned as a kid like when you did something in school and like, you got a gold star, like when you did something certain times in a row, like you got a gold star and like, think about how good you felt afterwards. Like you can bring that same feeling of like achievement and fulfillment. Like when you're an adult, like I will give myself those gold stars. Those, that Rachel Berry gold star. If you've watched Glee, if you will, I'm going to go to the store today and buy gold stars. Like, I literally don't care. Like find what works for you. And like, You just have to like test different stuff out. Like, not the same thing that works for me is going to work for all of you. But, like, also, like, feel free to, um, shameless plug here, follow my Instagram for my podcast at Bringing Baggage, and we can all share our tips together. I'm actually going to post a question about it. So, if you guys want to reply and give your tips, then I can share them and we can all learn from each other. Anyways, back to, back to, back to you, Freddie. I've been watching iCarly. I've been watching iCarly lately. Like in the background, let's like my background show right now. I cannot believe I used to be so excited for that show every single week. Like it's actually crazy. Oh, my dog has to go outside. Totally going off on a tangent here, but if you guys have like, which I'm assuming most of you are from TikTok because like that's where my following is. Anyways, you've seen like my window and my view is from my apartment. But I just got up to let my dog out on the balcony and this guy at the pool right now is like low-key kinda cute. And I think I might be going to the pool after this episode. Me sounding like a crazy stalker, but you know, the bar is low. The bar is in the basement at this point. Um COVID I'm like almost twenty-five and like I just need to start dating at this point. So anyways, back to the topic. Uh um, Okay. I'm going to share a few of the things that have made my life so much better and have made me so much happier. Like these simple sentences, when you can apply them to your life, life life-changing in my opinion. So do with that what you will. Um, The first one, you can only control what you can control. It's like so simple, but it really is so powerful. Like if I can't control it, like I just won't be upset about it. I simply just won't. And I just keep reminding myself, because it's obviously not, it's much easier said than done, but I'm always like, I literally cannot do anything about this. So I'm literally wasting away my anger, my unhappiness, whatever it is. Like, If I can control it, great, let's change it. But if not, okay, we're moving on to something that's actually valuable with my time. Or my time spent. how do I phrase that? I don't know. Whatever. We'll come back to it maybe. Also, this is literally my favorite thing ever. And I learned this at, um, there's this guy called Tony Robbins if you want to look him up. He's like a motivational speaker. And he like, basically all of his followers are like basically a cult. Like it's actually crazy. But I basically was like in that cult. Like I thought he was a cool. I still think, I think he has a lot to offer. And he does say a lot of great stuff, but like people be really way too into it. And I used to be one of those people. Like I went to one of his conferences and I walked on fire, like didn't get burned, walked on fire, like it was actually insane. I've actually never felt like more invincible in my entire life. It was pretty cool, but that's besides the point. Anyways, I was at one of his conferences and he said, life is so much better when you learn to replace your expectations with appreciation. And that has been the most valuable thing anyone has ever told me because I used to be the biggest planner and I still plan now, but like I plan in a healthy way, but I used to have everything planned out to a T and when something didn't go exactly the way it was supposed to go, it ruined that experience for me. Like it ruined whatever I was doing and i was just became a bitter a little bitter bitch i'm not even kidding like it was so terrible like if things did not go the way i planned for them to go i was just like i would just freak out and have a meltdown because i needed i was just such a planner it was actually so unhealthy but i learned to get away from that and now when something doesn't go the way that it was supposed to go I just replace my expectation with appreciation. Like I'm appreciating like in the moment, like I would be like with my family and I would like plan out a day. And then like, we would go to like our reservation and like they would be out of what I was planning and ordering for all of us or like whatever it was. And then that would ruin that experience. So instead, like I learned to replace that expectation with the appreciation of the fact that I'm with my entire family. I got us all together and like we can enjoy each other's company. Versus before I would just like let that one thing ruin the entire thing and not even like enjoy spending time with people. So there's plenty of different ways to apply that. But if you're a control freak like me, I'm not going to say was because I still am. (laughs) I'm just like constantly working on it. Um, remind yourself of that. Like I literally have sticky notes about that places because I just think it's so important and it's been so life changing for me. So yeah. Um, also another thing, um, progress equals happiness. Simple as that. Like when you're progressing with something, like you are happier. Like it, it is the way that it is. I also have a sign in my apartment that says it is what it is. I should probably put something else in there because I literally, (laughs) ew. because I literally, whenever I would go to therapy, I would like finish telling a traumatic story. I mean, not whenever I would go, like I still go. But whenever I finish telling a traumatic story, I literally always end it with, but it's fine. Like, I mean, it is what it is. And my therapist is always like, stop doing that. Like, I don't know why you always invalidate yourself. Like, it's not fine and it isn't what it is. Like, that's not it. So I always try to like catch myself and stop myself from saying that. But old habits die hard. But you can't make new habits without like, reforming your system by starting a new habit and it's like getting rid of an old habit that's been there for a very long time it's very shut the fuck up it's very difficult anyway so that just also goes back to journaling like with progress equaling happiness like when you can see the progress of it and keep track of it and reflect on it then you're even happier like i look back i which is okay like in my journal, I keep track of a lot of stuff, but like in my ideal world, I would just be a content creator. Like I would do podcasts, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, you know, all that good stuff. And I like, you have to like see growth to, yeah. In my, for me, at least I have to see growth to stay motivated to keep doing what I'm doing. And I was looking in my journal from like the first month of the year when I was being so intentional and so good about filling it out. And I literally only had 20,000 followers when the year started. And now I have over 60. So like seeing that growth, it's like, Oh yeah, obviously I want to keep putting more stuff out. I want to continue working hard on this stuff. Like it's not, I don't know how to explain it, but for me, like that's motivating and like there's different things that motivate different people. But just, like, finding what works for you, I think, is so important. And I already said it, just, like, being kind to yourself is so, so important. Like, I'm so hard on myself, and I always have been. And I think that's prevented me from being happy because, like, I don't ever acknowledge my accomplishments, like, when they happen. Or, like, I don't let myself be sad about something. I'm like Like, I used used to be like like, why are you being like why are you upset about this like this is so stupid like just get over it like I was such a bitch to myself um and now I'm like no like that sucks that does suck and that came from my therapist like I I'm like literally gonna start crying no I literally am crying because I just miss her like we don't this is so crazy Um, I'm, like, recording this right now. Like, I'm recording on a new platform, and this stupid new platform has a video. So, like, I'm literally looking at myself cry right now. And I'm literally saying gross. But, like, that's my whole point, is, like, invalidating things. Like, even, like, right now, I'm looking at myself, and I'm literally crying because I thought about this experience, whatever. And I'm like, ew, gross, stop crying. But, like, why am I being like that? Like, no, it's not gross. Like, you can cry. It's okay. I literally cry all the time. But... I like to make a bunch of jokes about it. But, anyways, I'm picturing this so vividly. I was in a therapy session, and this is back when I lived in Arizona. So, like, this is when I had my different therapist than I have now. And, like, I love her. She sets the bar so high. Like, no one will ever be as good as she. Like, we stand her. Anyways, but I was, like, telling a story. Like, some trauma from my childhood. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, well, do I remember what it was? What was it? I can't recall what I was talking about. But, anyways, I told, like, a story. Like, I kind of started to cry. This is, like, back when we were still in in, in in-person sessions. I I think it was my third session with her or something like that. Something crazy. It was very early stages. And I was, like, starting to cry. And she's, like, just staring at me. And she's, like, nodding her head. She's, like, that sucks. Like, that is so shitty. And I, like, never... (laughs) I'm getting all choked up again. Ew. See, I'm saying it again. Okay, whatever. Um... She's like, that's, I can literally just picture her face right now. She's like, that's, that's really shitty. Like that's fucked up. Like that's, yeah, be upset about that. And most things like when they happen, like I never let myself be upset about them or like be sad or like acknowledge that it was shitty. Cause I was always like, oh my God, can I stop crying so I can like talk about this? Like you guys aren't aren't even able to understand me. Um. This is the baggage. We are. I'm constantly just bringing the baggage. Um, okay. Anyways, but um, she said that, and I was like, "Yeah, it does." Like, I, I like let myself feel that because I had. I never would be like, "Oh yeah, that's shitty." I would always just be like, "It is what it is. It's fine. It could be worse because like people do have it worse. Which, but just because like someone has it worse or my situation could be worse." doesn't invalidate my experience or like mean that it doesn't matter um and i think that just like stems from my mom like i have so many mommy and daddy issues but like i am not gonna say that's for another episode it literally ends up being in everything i talk about because it's such a big part of my life but anyways um i would always get told like stop being dramatic and just get over it but like Who are you to say that I'm being dramatic? Like, I feel the way that I feel. and Like, no one can tell me not to feel that way. Um, And I've had to, I'm, like, constantly having to, like, reprogram myself to, like, know that and remember that. And, wow, I'm really crying right now. I mean, to be fair, I am also on my period. So I'm, like, extra emotional. But anyways, um, I have to, like, teach myself that, that that's okay, which is, like, undoing 24 years of, of my life's learning. So that's, like, not a quick, easy, overnight fix. It's, like, a long-term, constantly working on it. Um, But, like, that also comes from, like, me doing affirmations and journaling and all this stuff. So I just wish, like, there wasn't such a stigma around doing all that stuff or, like, making it corny because it does make such a difference. And I just wish everybody else could feel... All the stuff that I feel from making those changes. So I guess that's the point of this. You need to like take care of your younger self. That's what my therapist always used to say. She'd be like, you need to like take care of that little kid, like picture that little kid and like be who that little kid needed. <sighs> so emotional. Like last week, I sent a message to. I have a group text with these girls, all the girls, like I was besties with in high school and we're still all good friends, but they all live in Alaska. But I sent like a text of like, okay, who can I force to be on my podcast? And um, my friend Pearl, she replied, she's like, your shit is so emotional. Like I'm not trying to cry or some shit like that. And I was like, we can come, you can like come on here and talk about something fun. Like me and Pearl have so much fun together. Like we always go on vacation together or we used to before COVID like, me and Carl have a crazy great time together. I was like, we can talk about something else. Like, I'm not going to force you to cry. And, like, that's not even the point of my podcast. I just think it's important to recognize how so many different things are impacting your life and how you do things every single day. Um, and just finding, like, new ways to deal with them to, like, be happier. Like, I was such an unhappy person for such a long time. And I just, like, don't want to live my life being unhappy. So... There's just, like, no benefit to shoving stuff down and not dealing with it. Like, I think I realized that the past, like, year or so. I realized, like, I gain nothing by shoving it down. Like, that temporary fix is so, so temporary. And it always comes back to bite me in the ass anyway. So, like, I might as well just deal with it. Uh, Those are my tips on (laughs) getting through the period when you're waiting on the reason. And also, I think... These are all just my opinions, but I'll tell you what, like, in my opinion, my opinions slap. And obviously, I'm biased, but I said what I said. And it's also like it's a person, like, remove that person from your life. Like, literally remove them. I'm also a very big, like, visual list person. If that works for you, do that. Make a list. Like, there's just so many ways to cope with things and find what works for you. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I hope this was helpful in some way, shape, or form. Thank you guys for listening. Um, please go follow my podcast Instagram at Bringing Baggage. Follow my Instagram at Just Jazzy IDK. There's three Z's in that. Follow my TikTok. Subscribe to my YouTube, and use my code Just Jazzy. Only two Z's um, for money off your bad fit Fun Box. This is another shameless plug. Please go give me a rating on Apple Podcasts if you think my show sucks. I won't be butthurt if you say it. I mean, I will, but I love some constructive criticism. So leave me a rating, leave me a review, and I hope you guys have a really great, awesome week. And I'm really sorry there was no episode last week. I literally, technology was just a bitch. It was literally just not working for me. But I'm going to make sure I keep getting episodes out every single week and I'm just really excited. So, okay. Thank you guys. And shout out to the people who are giving me the five reviews that I have. Really means a lot to me. Okay. See you later. Bye.